0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Faction Wars, a new world podcast for the week of November 17th, 2021. I am one of your hosts, Stephen Fontana, and with me is my Sherpa of all things New World, Taylor Allen. How are you, bud?
1: I'm doing great, Stephen. We've got big boy patch notes. So the many. first big content <laughs> update for New
0: World. This is This is like a whole new video game. <laughs> that that they are patching into this thing like it's it's so many changes and I'm very excited to get into it but folks this is faction wars a new world podcast and it's all about the latest news tips tricks and stories from the new world i am i think level 45 now i'm still rocking my spear and heels i haven't deviated from that you friend you're doing your no death run I am. And that's interesting.
1: Yeah. So I, I have my main character that I, you know, I'm I'm primarily focused on getting all my crafting up and, Mm. you know, min maxing the gear scores and all that. But I thought it would be fun to do a little series over on my Twitch stream, um, for a no death run. So I started a brand new character on a brand new server. I don't have any friends on the server. Um, and I am trying to go from level one to level 60 and complete the story without dying. Um, we're up to level like 24 now, 23, 24. I mm-hmm. uh, haven't died yet. Um, and if Obviously. I die, I just <laughs> delete the character. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So
0: um, you're, you're using uh, bow and arrow primarily, is what yeah. I saw.
1: Yeah, um, bow and hatchet is what I'm doing so far.
0: I Um, feel like like ranged is the the way to go Mm -hmm. because you could do a ton of damage before they even get to you.
1: Yeah. That's where I was at. I wanted something that I could uh, do ranged, uh, something that I could also um, feel good about uh, like adding some constitution to, so I didn't have to split my points between two different um, damage scaling stats. Right. So I'm going full dex and constitution um and it has it's been good so far
0: smart 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 um all right well i i mean we're just gonna dive in man we have a lot to cover here so i am going to hand this beautiful baby bird over to you um taylor please take us into the void
1: all righty so, the very first major content update for New World is here, Into the Void. A lot of these features we highlighted in depth last week. Um, so, we're not going to go through every single line of these patch notes, but we want to make sure that we go over the big things that are going to be important to, you know, people playing the game. Uh, so, item number one, Void Gauntlet is now in the game. Very excited to get my hands on that, get the mastery up. Um and, and get that 580 gear score legendary quest done. Um, we don't need to go too into depth on that one because we talked about it last week. Check out uh, last the week. New... Yep. The, the new mm-hmm. enemy faction was added, the Varangian Knights, um, as well as a number of new enemy types for existing enemy factions. Um, a couple of big things that they uh, highlight as far as changes to the world... Uh, They added visual variety and improvements to the starter zones, which I think is awesome because all of those starter zones kind of feel the same. Yeah. Um, They have also changed um, some of the visuals around like the corrupted and withered areas uh, to make them seem more uh, dramatic, Mm -hmm. um, which I think will be cool. Um, One of the big things I'm really excited about is a 10% movement buff when traveling along roads. Um, I think this is much needed. There's a lot of running around in this game, getting from point A to point B. So that movement buff is going to be awesome. Uh, And then something that we covered in episode one was actually implemented in the game. If you're flagged for PvP, you get a 10% luck bonus and a 30% gathering luck bonus at all Mm -hmm. levels, which is awesome very 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 good about
0: that. yeah I might I may make the switch to a Pvp and see what happens
1: I've noticed not a lot of people flagging I mean this may cause more people to flag for Pvp but um not a ton of people are doing it so maybe you could just do it get that nice uh juicy luck bonus mm. moving on down there's a number of AI fixes bug fixes with uh enemy spawn types and things like that as well as um world collision navigation stuff like that
0: polishing some of that jank out
1: yeah just hitting it with a hammer till it looks pretty
0: that's right that, I, i'm pretty the- sure that's how blacksmithing works
1: yeah 100 mm-hmm. moving into the questing section uh new pvp faction missions have been added control point intercept and war camp loot um adding a little bit of variety there. I think that's going to be awesome uh, for end game PVP, uh, especially in the open world. Uh, Some really nice changes that they've highlighted about the main storyline to improve player experience um, and offer more dynamic events. Uh, So we talked about this a little bit recently as well, Mm -hmm. Um, but they highlighted in detail, which quests in particular have changed And some of the things that uh, they're doing to make these better, um, including wave-based encounters, destructible objects, proximity tracking nodes, things like that. So, uh, very excited to see what these changes actually look like uh, in effect.
0: And if you're in the middle of those missions, uh, some of these, especially the old, old stone remembers and new initiate old order you there's more extensive restructuring so you have to restart those missions so if you're in the middle of those sorry about it um and if you completed them you don't have to worry about it but that i'm interested to see what those changes are i actually completed those obviously but um yeah. be interested to see what because it's i mean to say it's extensive mean, yeah. means it's got to be like you know completely reworked yeah the essentially yeah yeah
1: um, they also highlight later on um, uh, certain story missions where uh, you fight some of those like blocked off bosses mm-hmm. um, that you you can't go in after you've completed it. Mm-hmm. Um, they've made those a little bit more accessible so they're easier for solo players, which I was very excited to hear about because that's that's one point in my no death run that i'm I'm sweating a little bit like, you know, because I'm only playing that character once or twice a week, it's obviously very far behind. There's no one on my server to run it with me. That's a, uh, it's a little scary. So the fact that they brought those balance changes in line to uh, make it a little bit easier for solo players is very nice.
0: Yeah, hey. that is, that is pretty good. Like I, I mean, I don't really know like in my context, cause I play mostly, mostly solo. Like I, when I'm with people, we're usually not together because everybody's got so many different missions. All over. I you, they need mission sharing. They really do. Like that—that's one yeah, thing that totally. I really wish they would just put in there. Where, like, hey, I—I'm the leader. I—I'm doing these four quests. Cool. Uh, does anybody want to ping their own quests? Okay, cool. I'll—I'll I'll accept and put them on the board, and we'll go and do them together. Like, they need that desperately. Anyway, continue.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think you're actually about to get to this point where they made this change. Um, so I'm interested to see what you think Uh, because previously there was a boss um, spoilers for the story of new world, the fisherman that you meet in the very beginning of the story Mm -hmm. uh, becomes corrupted and you end up fighting him in a cave. Um, And he's tough. If you're fighting him at, or even slightly above the recommended level and you're by yourself, you're going to get smashed every time So they brought his difficulty down pretty significantly. It sounds like made it so that he isn't self healing nearly as much and, Makes it a little bit easier for solo players. Okay, let's move into combat. This is a big one. We're going to go a little bit more in-depth here. First, with consumables, they fixed a bug. I actually didn't know this was a bug. I thought this was how they intended intended, uh, the uh, food to work. But you are only allowed one food buff uh, to stack from different tiers and types of food. Meaning you can't pop a um, like a hearty meal and an energizing hearty meal at mm. the same time. You get the health and mana regeneration. You get one or the other. So they've fixed that. Makes you uh, have to be a little bit more decisive with the types of food that you're consuming. Uh, and then they also fixed a bug that was preventing weapon coatings uh, from being consumed when used uh looking at general gear perks uh there are a number of these that are going to uh make a big difference in how you play the game so first uh leeching um you know health leeching on hit things like that uh previously were not great because the range of values that you could get on any piece of gear was between 0.5 percent and 1.5 percent yeah they have just blown that range up, and that now goes from 1% to 5%, which means if you get a full leeching armor set, you can be doing 25% health leech on hit if you mm. get a full 5%, uh, which makes leeching way more viable within the game, um, which I, I'm very, very excited about. Um They've also increased the efficiency of freedom vigor and invigorate uh, debuff reduction perks uh previously those were reducing between three and five percent that is now between three and eight percent uh they've decreased uh, cooldowns on a number of of perks uh like keen speed um bringing it uh more in line with some other perks to make them a little bit more easy to use uh, they've increased the poisoning, bloodletting, burning, crippling, enfeebling, and infected duration on mm. ring perks. Uh, so that goes from, th- from 3 to 7 to 5 to 15, which means if you get rings that increase your burning, increase your bleed, increase your poison, pretty much any of those like big damage over time numbers, they're going to damage over time for longer or damage over time harder. Uh, which means those dot abilities are gonna be awesome.
0: Yeah, um, it makes you wonder, like, wh- what did they, what did they test for, for the, you know, like the the original rates? Because the original rates, like when you see them in black and white like this, seem really low, like yeah, super low. Yeah. Um, maybe that's they-
1: why if you got leeching, for example, on any piece of armor, you just immediately scrapped it because it was a wasted perk slot. It and was it just wasn't giving you enough to make it worth it.
0: Yeah. No. A hundred percent. Yeah.
1: But with these changes, I think it's it's going to be really good. Uh, they also fixed a bunch of bugs on the chain elemental perks. So uh, some weapons can roll with perks that will uh, link a bunch of enemies together with elemental mm-hmm. damage, um, and those weren't working correctly. So they they fixed that. Um. Equip load, this is a big one. So healers uh, almost entirely were running around in heavy armor because your armor class did not affect the amount of healing that you were putting out like it did with damage. Right. Um, They now changed that so that light equip load um, increases your healing bonus to 30%. Previously, it was stated that it was 20. It was actually zero. It wasn't increasing it at all. Um, and this is going to be very important when we get to the life staff because the life staff took a major nerf. So yeah. Healers are definitely going to need uh, to be in light armor here. Uh, and then on medium from ten percent to fifteen percent, so they basically added fifty percent on both of those.
0: Yeah, I mean that that's that's smart, but also I feel like it kind of also takes away options for you know character role play like. If I wanted to be like a paladin, that kind of takes that away for me a little bit, or at least makes me less, less, less of a healer, more of a secondary healer or something like that, which this game really doesn't, um, it doesn't really lend itself well to specialized classes like that. Like it's heals, it's damage, it's tank. Like that's really the way the game kind of does the rock, paper, scissors situation. And i don't know like this 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 might cause some issues i think with people who want a solo now you know that used to wear the heavy armor to to protect themselves now are gonna have to sacrifice being able to keep themselves alive with that it's just they may have to tweak that a little bit more but we'll see
1: yeah the the issue we were running into is paladin builds were stupid strong in the end game Uh, pvp it was they were basically unkillable Mm. they had 15 to 20k health pools and also could self-heal yeah like they just wouldn't die and so i i think a lot of these changes and there are a couple of other ones that we'll get into as well um are all just lining up to Make it so that people can't live forever and they have to rely on their, you know, weapon skill and ability to outplay people instead of just stand in a healing pool with heavy armor and not die. Right. Hey, uh, moving down to, uh, attribute threshold bonuses. So there are a couple of different things here, uh, that they change. Um, first on the 250 constitution bonus, um, There was a damage reduction that you got there at 80%, Mm -hmm. which is very, very strong. This is kind of where those paladin builds would come in. They would get to that 250 con, get 80% damage reduction, and then also have self heals. That is dropped down to 60%, uh, which I I think is a good change. Um, And then they also fixed the 250 strength uh, bonus bug, where um, you would... uh, you wouldn't be able to like dodge cancel out of attacks and, and things like that. Mm. Um, So fix that. Uh, They also made some changes uh, to the dodge, um, which made it so that all of the weapons were more in line uh, on their invulnerability windows and things like that. Um, So just getting all weapons kind of on the same page as far as dodges go.
0: That's, that's a little weird that, Like It felt like it made the weapons a little different, and now it seems like they're just going to kind of bring them all a little bit closer together. I don't know if I like that, but we'll see how it plays.
1: Sure. Let's talk about weapon changes, Steve, because pretty much every single weapon in the game got touched in some way. Some much heavier than others. Yeah. First... Talking about the Warhammer, we see pretty significant buffs on a lot of abilities that weren't being used. Um, you'll, you'll notice kind of the theme of uh, these patch notes around the weapons in general is they wanted to make abilities that are chosen less, less often uh, more appealing. Mm-hmm. So uh, on the Warhammer, things like Armor Breaker, Mighty Gavel, and Wrecking Ball all saw uh, significant damage increases um saw um increased bonus damage from some of their passives um increased effectiveness on their crowd control decreased cooldowns things like that Mm -hmm. um we saw a little bit of a nerf on shockwave which is um the ability that everyone uses with the hammer that's the one where you slam the ground really hard and it hits three or four times consecutively um, it just reduced the maximum rend effectiveness, yeah. effectiveness on You always see item people perk, using that. So. Yeah, that one is not as big of a deal. It's it's not a huge uh, nerf to it, but slightly less effective there. Um, moving down to the life staff. My baby boy has mm-hmm. been nerfed into the ground, Steven. Yeah. So, top line before anything reduced based healing by 20% across the board to account for increase in healing from equip load. Which means if you're wearing light armor instead of heavy armor, you're actually only seeing a 10% healing increase from what you were doing prior.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's that's something.
1: It's a little frustrating. Uh, They did fix a number of targeting issues. uh, If you use, like... Uh, ground targeted abil- abilities like sacred ground with the life staff yeah. you know how frustrating it could be when a, a an ally runs out of range just you a cast little it out of yourself range. Yep, yeah yeah.
0: Ex- yeah so you
1: self-cast it and you're like god damn it now it's on a 20 second cooldown you know <laughs> move the fight over then, here yeah and then your whole team dies <laughs> yeah. uh, um so they, they fixed a, a number of those ground targeting uh UI issues and instead of self- casting it will um just cancel the ability which is nice um looking at sacred ground uh, a couple of changes here one the fortify perk on sacred ground uh, has been changed from a range of three to fifteen percent to three to ten percent so just taking that top line down a little bit um for the passive holy ground the stamina and mana regeneration has changed from fifty percent or from a hundred percent to fifty. That's such
0: a nerf, good lord.
1: Yeah, so that means like your tank and stuff standing in sacred ground isn't gonna just be able to hold their block up a hundred percent of the time now. Yeah. Um. It, it'll be interesting to see how it plays. Um. But that's that's a pretty significant. Um, nerf, and I, I honestly think that's gonna hurt high level PVE content more than anything.
0: Yep. 100%. Um,
1: they also fixed the bug that allowed you to stack um healing multiple times if you had multiple sacred grounds from different healers that had a different level of upgrades within the tree.
0: Um, I, I didn't even know that was a thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh orb of protection uh they fixed a couple of bugs here um they also changed the functionality on mending protection which is the item perk for orb of protection Mm -hmm. um so instead of triggering if the target doesn't have any active buffs it now triggers if the target healed by orb of protection is under 50 percent health so that actually cool. aligns with a, a couple <clears> of <throat> other abilities in the healing tree um, that also trigger on if your ally is under 50% health, which is nice. Uh, so that's that's actually a, a nice change for orbit protection. Lights Embrace. Uh, the connection upgrade on Lights Embrace was upped from 1% to 2%. I, don't even, I have no um, idea what that means. Lights Embrace is an ability that no one uses. Um, so it's... It's just a, a slight uptick. You basically heal your entire party if they're all within a group. Um, yeah, I I how many that. People are...
0: Yeah, I used that very briefly and realized it was very weak.
1: Yeah. So um, if you have more people in the connection, it increased the bonus healing from one percent. Okay, I get it. So. Okay. So um, passives. This is the biggest nerf uh, of all of these to the life staff. Blessed, which is a must-have item perk on your life staff and on your jewelry, um, has been flashed into the ground. So the range that you'd be able to roll on uh, any gear that had blessed was uh, between a 10% and a 30% increase on all, all outgoing healing. Hmm. They've dropped that range from 5% to 20%, which means every single item that I have on that has the blessed perk is taking a significant hit.
0: Yeah, down. that sucks. Because
1: all of mine were like 25 to 27%. Mm.
0: Um,
1: so that, that's a massive nerf. Um, we have seen the end of the healing meta in New World, I think. Um, and there are a couple of other things that we'll get to later on, actually, with the hatchet that makes healing even more difficult now. So moving <laughs> down to. Sounds the like hatchet. I'm going to be
0: abandoning <laughs> healing. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like I'm going to be a spear, I don't know, bow main or something. I don't know. That
1: would be fun. <clears throat> Moving down to hatchet, um, they fix a, a bunch of issues around the throw tree. Um, and they they mention in the patch notes that they really want the throw tree to feel powerful um, and, and be a viable option. So, uh, first, uh, a couple of fixes on the berserk side. They, they fix fixed an issue where activating berserk uh would consume a, a couple of buffs that you had on like relentless fury yeah they would accumulated just power right? things like that yeah they just disappear um they fix an issue on feral rush where you could just spam it continuously within settlements <laughs> that's just kind of a funny thing i was actually doing that the other day i ran all the way across windsward uh just doing the fun little like kickflip Axe slam thing. So that was fun. Um, they also fixed some issues on Raging Torrent where your attacks would just miss even if you were hitting the enemy.
0: Yeah, now, it seems like there's a couple of weapons that have that issue.
1: Mm-hmm. Moving down to the buffs on the throw tree one, infected throw. Um, infected throw procs disease and weakness on enemies. Um, which decreases healing output. So Infected Throw is going to be a really good way to counter healers. Um, that increase They increase the disease and weakness duration from 5 seconds to 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they've, they've doubled that. Um, they've increased the passive mortal power uh, bonus duration on low health targets from 8 seconds to 15 seconds, which means if you hit a healer, uh, under 30% health, they are going to have 15 seconds of disease and weakness instead of 10. Um, and then aerial termination, they increase the duration of the AoE cloud from 3 to 6. So they they basically make it so you can throw an AoE cloud of this disease yeah. instead of having, having to hit the enemy directly. Um, and they've increased the duration on that as well. On rending throw, they decrease the cooldown by about half. And then on Defy Death, they fix an issue where the ult- ultimate cooldown uh, timer was removed when you died. So.
0: Oh, well, uh, yeah. I guess that makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Moving over to oh, go ahead. Any? No, just
0: first. You know, it seems like that that tree, that weapon has gotten probably the fairest shake so far. Um, out of the, the three we've gone over, so. I mean, that's, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I feel like that is the, you know, it basically, it fixed what was wrong with it, and then it made it so it was was a more desirable, it's, one of its trees was more desirable, which I I think is the purpose of these types of things.
1: Yeah, I I agree, and basically everyone was just going full Berserk tree. They wouldn't even take a single passive uh, on the throw tree, because... It didn't make sense. Um, so making that tree more desirable, I think is going to add a little bit more diversity into the end game, Mm -hmm. which is nice. Okay. Moving down to great Axe. not a ton of major changes here. Um, they fix an issue with gravity. Well, that made it so that players were slowed much longer than they were supposed to be. um, so little bit of a nerf to gravity. Well, not anything significant. Um, they added grit to whirlwind. So you can't be knocked out of whirlwind anymore. Um, and also fixed the issue where you could stack an infinite number of fortify perks. <laughs> um, if you had the right item perk, uh, on your great Axe. Um, and then they fixed uh, a couple of passives as well. Um, uh, like, heavy pull had incorrect hitboxes and stuff uh, if you had that equipped on your heavy attacks. Um, and then the gravity passive no longer increases the duration of all pulls. Um, so, pretty minor changes to the Great Axe. The Great yeah. Axe was really strong to begin with, so um, they didn't really have to do much here. Uh, but just just minor tweaks, bug changes there. Okay, moving down to the bow... Uh, the bow's abilities got a couple of buffs. Um, so, first, they fix the issue where sometimes if you consecutively shot primary atta- attacks, it would, like, double proc, and you'd shoot two arrows super fast, like you were Hawkeye.
0: Yeah. Um, you, you know, I think that's a problem also in fishing. Um, mm-hmm. If you are... Because th- this totally triggered this memory. If you like, continuously tap the yep. the mouse, it will sometimes just hold it and, like, and then you'll break your line. I don't know if you've noticed that, but I think that might be the same thing that's happening on this primary attack. It's, yeah, like, basically going address, into, like, a... Go ahead.
1: Oh, I was gonna say, they actually address the, the fishing bug later in the patch. Notes oh, really? Too. Okay. Yeah, they that's fix good. that. So. But, yeah, I I think it's, it's the same issue. Just, like, recognizing those mouse clicks as a hold yeah so uh a couple of things one um they made it more clear that uh abilities like rain of arrows poison shot splinter shot uh cannot headshot um so you're not going to get crit damage from those Mm. Um, i know think people were using poison shot and getting crit and that was devastating so a little change there um poison shot they did reduce the cooldown of that from 35 seconds to 30 um and then they also yeah they also fix the issue where uh poison shot if you um start the ability but you don't shoot the arrow that it would go into cooldown Mm. um i've ran into that a couple of times so nice to see that change um they've reduced the cooldown on rapid shot pretty significantly from 20 seconds to 14 seconds um which i'm excited about um rapid shots a, a really cool ability so getting that shorter cooldown is nice yeah um and then a couple of bug fixes like rain of arrows was hitting enemies through doors and things like that oh, so
0: a I, lot I'm of a code. lot of attacks do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've, uh you can yeah you can cheese a lot
1: <laughs> overall though a couple of small buffs to the bow
0: um
1: Loving the changes. I, I think it it's nice to see them uh, make these abilities a little bit more viable.
0: hmm For sure.
1: Moving down to the sword. Um, the only changes for the most part that they made on the sword uh, was to Leaping Strike. The exception is they did increase the weaken duration on uh, Shield Rush. If you have the improved Rush perk. So that's from four seconds to ten seconds. So a slight buff there. Uh but leaping strike, they um buffed pretty significantly. They reduced the cooldown on it from 25 to 18, mm. increased the damage from 135 to 150% weapon damage. Uh they sped up the recovery after doing leaping strike so you can get right back into uh your other attacks and abilities. Um and then they also uh, updated the tooltip to show percentage values um, on the uh, cowardly punishment perk there. So only change there really is making leaping strike better.
0: Yeah, which is fine. I mean, the sword and shield is I I see is probably the least troublesome of all the the weapons. Like it just works. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see the nerf that fire staff gets because that has been. I've seen a lot of people late game abuse the shit out of this weapon. So let's see if it got, yeah. nerfed. uh,
1: big changes coming to fire staff, um, pillar of fire got a ton of changes. Um, so for fire staff users, you know, pillar of fire, if you place it just right, you'd actually be able to double hit on enemies. Um, they've actually changed that now completely removed that. That was a bug, not acting as intended. Um, So that's no longer there, but they did increase the damage scaling on that pretty Mm -hmm. significantly from 134% to 170%. Uh, So you lose out on those double damage procs, but uh, base damage uh, is going to be a little bit more consistent on Pillar of Fire. Um, They also fixed a couple of bugs where uh, certain abilities uh, like Runes of Helios weren't triggering when casting. So... Slight buff on Pillar of Fire, even though some may view it as a nerf if they were taking advantage of that bug. Um, Fireball. Fireball, uh, they added some clarity that Fireball is not able to crit. They say that previously it would show the crit damage color, but not actually deal increased damage. Weird. (laughs) I I did a little bit of testing on this. I don't know that that's entirely true. obviously there are a bunch of different um perks and factors that go into how much damage you deal with a hit right um but i felt like i was getting some crits on fireball that were um that were increased damage so they they changed that um and then flamethrower is the last ability um that got a buff um the damage scaling on flamethrower increased from 34% to 50%. So just at a first glance, none of the abilities really got hit all that hard. A lot of them actually got buffed or just had some bug fixes, but the passives is where we really see the big changes because the fire staff passives were so strong. Um, So things like clear casting, they reduce the damage bonus from ten percent to five percent. Clear mind, they reduce the empower effectiveness from ten percent to five percent. Runes of Helios, they reduce the damage bonus from thirty percent to twenty-five. Yeah, they reduced
0: everything almost by <laughs>
1: everything. Yeah, like
0: by twenty-five or fifty or fifty percent, basically.
1: They've they've also reduced um, crit damage um, chance. They've reduced um, crit damage bonus. Uh, they've re- reduced the damage bonus on burns like pretty much every passive that you are taking is is taking a significant um, nerf to it. Um, the numbers and seem I, I small,
0: but they're not like. Yeah. <laughs> when these things because are implemented, these are, it's not.
1: Yeah, these are these all proc on your basic attacks, right? Like this isn't an ability that goes on a 20-second a cooldown after you cast it. Like this is something that you can spam over and over and over and you can stack multiple things on top of each other. And so you were critting 50% of the time and getting burn and getting, you know, 25% damage increase on all of those. Right. Like it's it's pretty significant these changes. So um the passives on the fire staff took a pretty big hit. All right, moving down to the spear. This is your boy, Steve. This is my weapon. I made a TikTok yesterday stating that the spear rapier meta is here. Oh, boy. And I, I genuinely believe that. The spear, the changes are so good. So first on the sweep, they increase the damage on the coup de gras ability, uh, which is the one where you stab the spear into the tripped enemy on the ground. Yep. Um, they've increased the damage scaling from 125% to 150% so that it hits harder. Um, that attack is also now flagged as a heavy attack. So all of your passives in that tree that trigger on heavy trigger on that ability. That's awesome. Um, they also said that um, in a, a previous dev blog that they increased the or improved the tracking on coup de grace as well so that you are. Um, hitting it more consistently on those downed enemies because sometimes hitting that that downward stab was a little inconsistent yeah
0: like if you're moving your if you're kind of rotating the camera at the same time you might just go in the Mm -hmm. direction that the camera's facing as opposed to where the enemy actually is um it can be a little frustrating especially when you know if you were getting up i didn't even realize that that the damage was scaled that that much on that weapon but like or on that ability but yeah it it sucks when you miss that because like if yep. you're, if I solo, you know, so I, I rely on sweep, stab. And then when they get up, I do the, uh, the kick so that they're stunned. And then I finish them off with my, with my, um, skewer. And usually okay. they don't even get to attack me. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but if I miss that, that coup de gras, like, oops. Yeah. Now, now I need to actually play the game.
1: <laughs> now, speaking of skewer. Uh, they've increased the bleed damage from 10% weapon damage to 20%. Let's go.
0: Uh,
1: so bleeds are going to be huge. We'll see this with the rapier too. Uh, bleed damage is going to be a real problem and damage over time. Uh, perforate also saw a damage increase. That's the one where you like stab like three times. Yeah. Um, so that got a damage scaling increase from 70 to 80% um and they also uh fix the bug where you weren't getting the reduced cooldown from perforate if you had the continuous motion passive uh they increase the damage scaling on the cyclone ability from 110 percent to 130 percent um and then they fix an issue on vault kick where uh and you'll see this on a number of different um Different abilities where the cooldown would begin begin one frame before the hitbox would appear yeah. which means you could get knocked out of it and it wouldn't hit but it would go on cooldown um, and that, that happened all the time so uh, that should feel a little bit more consistent now you won't get knocked out of that ability as much uh, but overall pretty significant damage increases across the board to an already pretty solid weapon
0: Hey. Oh, we're, we're, it's the home stretch, man. We got, we got three more, three more. Do you want me, do you want me to go over some of
1: these? (laughs) The
0: ice gauntlet changes
1: are significant. There's so Um, many,
0: there's so many changes. Yeah. Like
1: let's have you jump into the, I
0: mean, all right, I'm just going to take, okay. Heavy attack, uh, increase the startup and recovery time. Uh, so that it's more consistent with other magic weapons, heavy attacks. Uh, Movement while attacking was faster than other magic weapons. Now it's not. They fixed that. These are all, like, bugs. They fixed an issue where basic attacks on the escort could sometimes shoot through an enemy without dealing damage. Yeah, if they were too close. Yeah, I've seen that happen. That also happens with the um, with the life staff, too. Um, I don't know. I, I guess maybe they fixed that earlier. I don't know. Um, whew. The uh, time between damage ticks for Ice Storm has increased. Uh
1: yeah so ice There's storm a couple... that's the yeah. that's the like big frozen dome yeah significant nerfs here basically a 25 percent damage nerf because you're getting three ticks per second instead of four mm-hmm. um they fix a couple of issues with it if you know like if you had the unending thought item perk it actually wouldn't do any damage at all um would do damage to enemies immune to slow and stuff. That's weird. Um, so they fixed, they fixed a couple of those issues, but the big thing here is across the board, 25% damage.
0: Yeah. Reaction. I mean, Windchill got a nice little boost here, increased damage scaling per tick from 16 to 20%. Uh, the Ice Shower got a increased cooldown uh, by 10 seconds, which is, that's a lot of seconds to wait. Um, Entombed, which I see a lot of people use, you can no longer be healed when you're entombed. That is crazy. Uh, reduce the health of the tomb by 50% of the player's max health. So that got, it's basically a little squishier reduce the damage of the breakout burst from 168%, which is ludicrous to 70, which I feel like is way on. Like that's a hundred percent drop. Like that's a lot. That is a huge ability, a huge drop. Um, they fixed an issue where invulnerability on Entomb could be removed while the tomb was still active, which you saw people like sliding around and stuff. I think that's what that addresses. Um fix an issue that allowed players to move oh that that's it. Removed while entombed after dying. Yeah, I've seen that a few times. Um yep. Ice Pylon, uh the health is increased by 20%. Uh max lifetime uh is now 45 seconds. So now it's they added a max lifetime. I guess it was infinite unless you killed it um, yeah
1: so th- this was actually leading to an issue where players would drop an ice pylon in like a dungeon or something and then would move on but if they had a certain um, level of upgrade on the ice pylon it would just never die yeah uh, and so they could just never use their ice pylon again so adding that max lifetime definitely helps um, avoid that issue
0: yeah that that's yeah wow it seems like it seems like we were playing the beta like a lot of this shit is just like oh that's happening okay yeah yeah, let's fix that this should be called the (laughs) 1.0 like yeah um ice pylon could consume mana but wouldn't activate on slopes terrain or off a ledge i do remember that when i was messing around with it it's weird um basically if you i felt like all of the abilities were tied to whether or not you just push the button not whether or not the thing happened and it seems yeah. like across the board they are they are fixing that. Uh, ultimate chill is uh, the passive reduced the bonus from 35 to 25 so a 10% drop on that. Fix an issue with ultimate chill's ability would not apply to enemies in some cases. I I don't know about that one. I don't know if it's kind of a widespread thing. Um, critical frost reduced the critical chain uh, change bonus from 20% to 15. Um energized critical Reduced critical damage bonus from 15 to 10. So another drop uh, on each of those. Heavy freeze added five seconds to the cooldown to the freeze effect. um, And they had a couple of bug uh, fixes as well. So that's... um,
1: Down here in in the passive section, this is basically the same thing they did to the fire staff. Right, exactly. um, Even though they nerfed some of these abilities, they also went in and took all of the very powerful passives and just slammed them into the ground.
0: Yeah, we'll see so, what happens here.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people saying, "Ah, this game unplayable now. I no play again. Go to WoW." Um, we'll see. Please don't do that. Yeah. Just keep playing the game so that you can hang out with us. Uh, the rapier. Uh, has so a couple
1: changes to the rapier. Yeah, love these changes.
0: Love them. Uh, so Tondo flourish and flet Flesche. fleshe. I think it might be fleshe. Like like Fletch. I guess Fletch. Okay. Had their cooldown begin Fletch. one frame before the hitbox would appear. Ding ding ding, same issue. Uh no. Flurry improved the homing of Flurry. Yeah, there you go. It's basically the same shit as like the stab and the skewer thingy, right. and the, like the stab, 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 stab thing. Uh, t- 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 what do we got here? Tondo reduced cooldown from eleven seconds to six. That's gonna make that way more useful. Uh, yeah. So
1: you're you're gonna be able to stack bleed so much faster, especially yeah. when you combine that with some of the perks where you reduce cooldowns on hit for all attacks. Yeah. Like you're gonna be able to get through that Tondo refresh really, really quickly.
0: Yeah, and. I actually did notice this, so I never used it, but apparently that upgrade only functioned on blocking targets. So that is no longer the case. Uh, Repost. um, Cooldowns reduced by eight seconds. So now it's only 12 seconds, which is ridiculous. The base stun duration is increased from 1.5 seconds to two seconds. That's actually really helpful. Um, Stun, I feel like is the weakest effect that the game has. It just does not last very long at all. Um, so that, that's good to see. Lasting consequence, thunderation increased from two seconds to two and a half. And then we got some passives here. Uh, momentum increased the bonus damage from 25 to 30% when you use that passive. And Swiftness fixed an issue where this passive was granting haste from bleed damage ticks instead of the actual weapon hits. That sucks. Because <laughs> yeah. that was a very exploitable situation. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah. So overall... The the changes on the abilities are really nice. Um, Repost is going to be a problem. That's the only like parry ability in the game, mm-hmm. so you have to be really good knowing all of the like different weapon an- animations and stuff. But right. you can basically say "no you" and block whoever you're fighting. Yeah. Um, and they stay in place for even longer now.
0: Yep. Uh, PvP is going to be a pain in the ass against the rapier. Um, yep. The musket. Is the final one here? Uh, balance, 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 balance. Updates. That's what this. That's the goal here. Increase the base damage by two and a half percent. I, it, yes, I agree with that. Um, it seems Feels to be good. the least picked of the ranged options. Uh, fix yeah. an issue where the musket could not reload after dodging, dodge rolling, uh, then triggering auto run. That is a very specific fix. Um, let's see. Uh, let's just go into the the traps. Traps can no longer be triggered by players in death, death's door. Um, so I guess that was a problem of people who are laying on the ground, land. I guess landing. You could like put a trap down by them, and then because yeah, they moving, and then they'd they would, get stuck in yeah. it. Yeah, uh, Sticky bomb increased the damage a shit ton from one hundred and seventy-five percent to two hundred and thirty-five percent. So that's a massive stopping I power. It's a
1: great change. That's too.
0: yeah. Like, it's a bomb. Like mm-hmm. yeah. no one,
1: no one was taking that, and no. so adding adding that significant damage increase, I think, is awesome.
0: Yeah, that's going to be a great. Uh, I might actually play with the musket. I feel like the musket, the, and when that's going to come to the next ones, the cooldowns were way too too much for the musket. I mean, obviously, it's a musket, you know. So yeah, yeah. It, it takes time to load, but like it's a video game. We're trying to play a video mm-hmm. game. Like stop it. The the bow and arrow should not be. Like twice as fast, but I digress. Uh, stopping power, the cooldowns reduce from 18 to 15 seconds. Power shot is reduced from 15 to 12. Shooter's stance is reduced from by 2 seconds from 20 to 18. Players can now exit shooter stance by pressing sprint. The ability key, dodge, escape, or releasing the right mouse button. Uh, and then critical reload, fix an issue that caused this passive to function. Inconsistently, dear god... Those are the changes to the weapons. We did it.
1: All right. Everyone take a breath. In and out. <sighs> Overall, I feel like this is a good change. Magic was was very, very powerful. Yeah. Um, and people weren't able to die. So, um, you know, making some, some nerfs to Constitutions, to Life Staff, and to those big... Damage-dealing magic abilities is good. Bringing Spear and Rapier to the forefront and, and keeping them competitive with some of the other melee weapons.
0: Love no. it all. Love it all. Guys, there okay. are, there is a whole ton of AI and bug fixes and tuning. Go read about that on newworld.com. Um, you can go to their patch notes there. But I, I think we should skip along to these changes specifically in the economy yep because so, that's economy, the one that, that's the one that's been really suffering as of late
1: yep so economy progression and loot a couple of things right off the top one uh faction change cooldowns have been reduced to 60 days those were private previously <laughs> previously 120 days Uh, So that means you can change factions more often. Your server is just absolutely flooded with yellow people like ours is. (laughs) Everyone should switch to green so that we can beat them. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I I do. Uh, I know exactly what you mean.
1: Yeah, good change there. Repair kit weights have been massively reduced. Those were previously two pounds each, and so it just wasn't worth keeping them on you. They dropped that down to 0.1. Uh, so, significant weight reduction. Uh, it'll allow you to carry repair kits, and it's actually worthwhile to do so now. Um, they also added a new item the chunk of consecrated iron uh, to the top rank of the faction shop for all factions. Uh, this allows you to craft the resilient perk for armor items.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: Okay, hey, economy specific changes. One, all trading posts have now been linked. Uh, An important note here, both the listing tax and the purchase tax will be paid on the territory where the buy or sell order was listed. Meaning if you're buying something in Everfall, something was listed in Windsward, you are paying the tax rate of Windsward. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. And then thing number two is you can no longer post um, trading posts for 28 days. Maximum is now 14.
0: Yeah, I don't even know why there's, nah, I don't know. I yeah. feel like twenty a month was way too long.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, they decreased the durability loss from PvP deaths by 10%, which is nice. It'll make it um, more uh, enticing to play PvP, uh, and it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg to fix your shit. Um, they also significantly decrease the amount of honey and milk that you get out of the apiaries within town and milk uh, from cows. So, 50% reduction on honey, 65% reduction on milk.
0: Oh. Uh, they said that
1: there was just way too much milk and honey out in the world. Um, <laughs> they, this last sentence cracks me up. The bees and cows are happy about this change.
0: <laughs> they should be.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then the last big economy change, housing taxes are now due every seven days instead of every five days. Makes There's sense. No change to The cost. So players gain two extra days of housing time for free. Yay. Yeah. Great changes there.
0: Yeah. Cause it's a, f- cause a week is seven days.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You morons.
1: <laughs> like <Yep.
0: laughs> what were we thinking there? Uh, whatever. Yeah
1: uh progression for those of you that are uh really trying to level your crafting trade skills um you are going to see even more diminishing returns if you are crafting lower level items yeah for example once you like if you're crafting iron arrows once you unlock the ability to craft steel arrows the amount of xP you get on the iron stuff drops off significantly as it should um, they, They say the same amount of effort to progress the crafting skill uh, should be about the same as long as you're crafting the highest tier items you're capable of crafting.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, as long as it's easier, as long as it also scales with the ability to get those materials to make that, Mm -hmm. like, I, I agree with that. But, like, it takes significantly longer to craft those higher tier items. Yep. Um... So, I don't know if that's going to be a worthy trade-off. Like, me going out and being like, I'm going to work on my, you know, wood skills. Like, going out, just chopping a shit ton of trees, and then going in there and slowly going up the rank. It's like, uh, well, now the top one, I'm only going to get, like, I don't know. I'll I'll be able to make five of whatever it is. I forget what, what the order is. But maybe adjusting those numbers a little bit, the requirements to make things a little bit so that you still get a significant amount of experience in that craft from the 600 green wood that, or wood that you brought to the table to like yeah. start with. I don't know. Cause it, it, it more than exponentially goes down like mm-hmm. way more.
1: Yeah. Um, I so I
0: don't know if I, if I like that change really.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll see how it actually plays out. Because they, they don't detail the actual XP changes. They don't highlight the values behind those diminishing returns. So we'll have to see once we get in there um, how significant that is. Um, potion crafters, um, big change here. They feel like some of the high tier core potions, especially health and mana potions, were a little bit too difficult to craft. Uh, so they've updated the recipes to craft those to include a new alchemical component to do so. alcahest. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, and that's by, that's crafted by distilling the magical herbs found throughout Eternum. Mm-hmm. Uh, Services are a reliable and potent base for potions going forward. So uh, good changes there. I always felt like outside of like weak potions, it was really difficult to, to craft potions and you had to rely on drops yeah uh, you, you would heals yeah, or you yeah th- those,
0: majors, those majors those mm-hmm. majors or whatever like would you could be sitting on those quests for a long time you, I i would just be like all right fuck it i'm going to the store i'm going to drop 1200 gold and just buy the damn thing and finish it like it wasn't just to get it off my my plate but mm-hmm. yeah
1: so good changes they also fixed uh, a bug around rare resources from gathering nodes yeah um, so a lot of people have been talking about this um where you kind of had to be in this like luck sweet spot and if your luck was too high, you wouldn't get these like already very rare resources,, yeah. right. So you had to like make sure that you weren't too high or too low to be able to get it. and they said they don't want that to be the case. So yeah, it, it um, sounded
0: like it was like just numbers rolling over and like the <laughs> luck like almost resetting. like that's what it feels yeah. like. Yeah, um, exactly. Who knows?
1: Yeah. So they they fix it. That's for things like Fey Iron, Void Metal, Phase Fiber, yeah, uh, Petrified Wood, things like that. Okay. Uh, they've also made a couple of adjustments uh, to the loot and rewards. Uh, one of the biggest changes: all of the uh, like 64 participants from the Battle for New World event that they had uh, back during the closed beta. Uh, got to design their own tier five weapons. Um, so these are just random drops in the world. Uh, they are not craftable. Um, and they are—they uh, have the ability to be legendary if they drop at a gear, store, gear score of 600 or higher. Cool. Uh, so that's that's really cool. Uh, and then a shit ton of bug changes and UI updates.
0: And you can read about them because we're not.
1: And you can read about them. <laughs>
0: that's uh yeah the game's fixed it's there's more things that are fixed and with every update more shit will break you yeah. know it will all right yep. Taylor why don't you put this uh the tips and tricks in your back pocket for for next week's show because we are okay. an hour into this thing and it is late <laughs> Yeah. so
1: it, that was a, a sizable podcast it was a
0: sizable cast of pods Thank you so much for listening. This is awesome. I can't wait to dive in with all these changes. Is this live now? I don't remember. This the changes tomorrow morning 8 a.m eastern right right so but yeah so this show will be up for a few hours before uh before this drops but let us know what you think of the changes please uh you can join our facebook group facebook.com slash groups slash ds podcast talk all about faction wars you can join our patreon patreon.com slash nds podcast just like our patreon producers colton the apprentice nestler fnh paul and Vegas girl on fire if you join that, you get into our super secret top secret double probation Discord where we could all hang out and talk and we could talk New World all day if we want. All day, no one will stop us. Taylor. And
1: all night too.
0: Yep. Not a single person will stop us. And but th- sadly the show must stop for the for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you Taylor. Thank you everyone else out there and thank you Amazon Game Studios for making this beautiful video game. Take care and as always. Bye.